3: Welcome to another episode of the number one AOC Wimbledon podcast and still the only unofficial AOC And podcast still... on the market. Uh, we will be discussing all things Wimbledon like we normally do. I am joined by the one and only Danny Baker. We also have a guest on the show, as always, uh, Dan Lewis will be joining us in a minute. Danny, how are we? We good?
4: I'm absolutely terrific. Thank you, Lee. I've had a, I've had a wonderful day teaching rugby in minus Baltic conditions. Absolutely it freezing. Was, it was a minus today. Oh, yeah, you'd have got a minus at my school. Ah, But obviously, you know, using your thing, I beat all the 13-year-olds at rugby, so it's fine. Well, this this is what I want to talk to you about today, right?
3: I'm not a big snooker fan. A couple of my mates are massive snooker (laughs) fans, right? love it. They went and watched the Masters. And I I did watch the final. You do look a bit like Willie Thorne. Well, Ronnie O'Sullivan, I was born in it. He lived near me. Uh, right. I knew before we even
4: start, you're not going to claim anything to do with Ronnie O'Sullivan. I'm not having you. No, I didn't Ronnie know Ronnie. O'Sullivan I didn't know Ronnie in the same breath. No, not I didn't know.
3: It. I didn't know Ronnie. I knew his sister. Right. His sister went to the same school as <laughs> me. Right. Once kissed her before she was before he was famous. Oh, hello. And uh, perhaps. I- I, I played football against Ronnie because he played on our local Fives You know, like they won the goals. You know the
4: goals Course places. He did. He did. You know yeah, the goals?
3: Yeah, yeah, you what and Jake from the us played, did you? Um, you mate, you got hundred percent. My mates are coming to Doncaster. I lived within it, grew up within Essex. They're coming to Doncaster. Ask them. Ronnie was oh, yeah. he, he was right moody back then. He still he he was a bit of a playboy back then, weren't he? He's calmed down yeah, now. He drinks time. tea and stuff, right? And also you have got. In Darts, you've got Phil Taylor and now this Littler. I, and one of my mates asked me the other day, this Luke Littler, do you reckon you would have beat him when he was eleven? Because they had the pod.
4: Well, you obviously would have done because you beat anyone at any sport. Um, I'd have beat him at eleven.
3: I would have beat him at eleven because his maths would have been all over the gap. They did ask me the other day, would I have beaten uh Mike Tyson when he was eleven? <laughs> Even though he was beating grown men at twelve years old, I would have still battered Mike Tyson. Yeah, you would have battered him, yeah. But my thing is that who is uh, why are they like these guys make sports so eat like look so he's like ronnie rocket is the best ever sportsman ever yeah. and i've tried to play snooker and it's really hard i I think my highest break's about 10
4: yeah right but you still would have beaten the yeah. england champion at under 12s yeah
3: 100 yeah. percent darts as well try to play that can't play it and look like yeah. these but who is the greatest sports person like like rocket ron is it andy little Andy Little, I mean uh, Andy Little, what
4: ex England goal, ex goalkeeper,
3: <laughs> Andy Murray, Luke, Luke Littler. Andy, Andy Murray.
4: Murray, yeah. Who, who is, the, who is the best sports person?
3: Well, I'd, I'd say sportsman, but then all the women are being the comments going on. Go I don't want
4: to go all Joey Barton on people. I think, I think it's always a, a particularly lively debate. I think it's going to be quite difficult in terms of accolades. It's very difficult to look past people who've won the most of something. So if you look at people like
0: um, like
4: Redgrave, etc., that is, again, it's every four years. You've got to be wicked at it. But at the same time, it's how difficult. If you're talking about talented, in my opinion, I don't think you can beat Ronnie. I think being able to be a world-class at being left-handed and right-handed and longevity, it's, it's outrageous.
3: He won the Masters in four decades, four different decades. That's unreal, isn't it? And well, also, it's, it
4: just, it's ridiculous.
3: Also, are people born with natural talent or can it be trained and skilled? Can you learn? Oh, here from, we go.
4: This is, can, you learn from,
3: can you Can I go pick up a golf club? Well, my boy is now two years old. Can I take right. him to go pick up a golf club and he'll be amazing? Like if he just practices every day now, is it natural talent or is it skill that you pick up and you can do? Like football, is that, that skill that you learn and stuff but you're naturally gifted as... You've got them genes, you've got them dyno, like genetics, like Ronaldo, Messi's and stuff like that, just different off there. But they look after themselves, obviously, all the way through their footballing career. But the way they were born is just lucky that they had them genetics inside them. Because if it weren't for my knee injury, I probably would have yeah. played conference.
4: But genetics obviously let you down. And that's the problem, that you, <laughs> yeah. you know, and the fact you I'm were like, oh, my a genius, but you, you the genetics let you down. It's it's difficult because obviously talent will get you some. I've always said that whether it's talent or whether it's uh, nature or nurture, they call it, the one thing that doesn't, it, the one big difference is is the graft. And it's amazing how hard when you watch at a Ronaldo or a Steve Davis or Ronnie O'Sullivan to a point, it's the work ethic. You know, Ronnie O'Sullivan's going to, you know, they're, they're talking about, Tiger Woods has the thing that it's 10,000 hours to execute a skill to a world-class level. He's done that for one club. He's got to do that for every single club. He's got 15 clubs in his deck. So if you imagine 15,000 hours, I mean, it's ridiculous how 150,000 hours to be an expert at a particular skill. But for me, like, you look at things like the swimmers, I mean, that's ridiculous. Rugby sevens, it's so physically enduring. I just feel, for me, I think he... Being world-class as something that is mentally challenging is harder, in my opinion, than it would be physical. Physical is... It, 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 I think physical sport is going to be more your physical boy at birth, but a mental game, for me, that has got to be learned. let no, so rough, we'll, though. It's let's, rough. Bring,
3: let's bring Dan Lewis in, because I see he was shaking his head when I was saying stuff. So, Dan Lewis, how are we first? How are you? You good? Yeah, I'm all right, You yeah? Second time on the pod. Yeah. I'm got, good. got his second cap.
4: Obviously, me and Dan went to Wrexham. Dan absolutely had a fantastic game on the dartboard, so he'll be very, very much aware of the intricacies of high-level
5: Welsh darting. Um, yeah, well, I, I, well, the reason I shake my head when you were talking about darts and snooker, I think if you look at O'Sullivan and Littler, especially, I do. I mean, I do honestly believe that they are born with a talent, and that's it. But uh, if you watch documentaries and you realize how many hours they actually put in to practice it is absolutely ridiculous and someone like o'sullivan when he's talking on his documentary about when he's nine and ten years old down a snooker all seven eight hours a day just constantly practicing obviously he's in a position where he can do that and not a lot of people can do that but i do believe with sports like that and especially golf as well obviously practice makes perfect but i do believe they are born with a talent and they they have just got to get it out in some way. Yeah. Like Baker said about Tiger Woods, McIlroy players like that. Obviously, if they're in a position where they can practice as much as they want, then they're going to naturally get better. But their hand-eye is going to be... that. I believe they are born with a talent. They've just got to get it out. Do you think
4: you're a better sportsman if you're on your own, or would you be classed as a better sportsman if you're world-class on your Larry, or are you better... Because you play as part of a team, because that's oh, right. for me. That that would be the bigger challenge. Is Because oh, right. I would normally agree with you, but at the same time, when you when your when you've got to be good in a team, someone like Ronaldo, he's not basically playing for one. He's actually carrying eight, yeah. nine players at the same time. Whereas, yeah. you know, Rory McElroy or O'Sullivan, he's just competing. And if you look at it from a golf perspective, it's a very very. It's what they call a close skill. It's 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 very yeah. very static, and it's just them against someone else on a scoreboard. The variables with football and rugby are mental. You know, crosses coming in, people chasing, pushing, nudging, whatever. It's a very very interesting debate, and I've always thought it was always about the individual being well. Phil Taylor being a world titleist is better than Pele in a team. When you put it around and think about the variables of team sport and yeah. the, the thousands of different outcomes per minute as opposed to darts where it's a static board and you're throwing and you know exactly what's going next. It's quite an interesting debate. There you are. That's I, a- when when you,
5: sorry, sorry, Lee. Like when oh, you mentioned like the swimmers earlier, when they talk about like putting in hours, swimmers like Phelps, people like that. Mental. They, but they're by the time they're 27, 28, because they've been doing it since they were 10, 11, literally, literally swimming, six hours a day eating the right food phelps didn't have a day off for like three years there you go like every single day by the time they get the 27 28 they're just like i want to go and do something else but the determination and the mental side of it to get to that point requires so much uh like resilience just to keep going non-stop is ridiculous it's also
3: to do with where, like, look at Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton, you know what I mean, got put into a programme. Like, you know, right. if you've got, like, Andy Murray got uh, sent over to Spain. Do you know what I mean? Not yeah. everyone can be in them positions. Not everyone has rich families and stuff behind them. But it's funny for me, like, it's generation. You, you know what I mean? Look at Rooney, and now we've got Bellingham. So every, like, like look at, you had Taylor, uh, Van Gerwen, and now you've got Litter And it's it just weird how every four or five you like tennis, we've got no one coming through now uh, and we need someone to come through because it, before it was Tim Hemman, Rosekski to a certain extent, and then well, we've
4: got people we have again it is a, it's relative though. And like I said, we might not have anybody in terms of we got like Drake Draper and a few other guys who are tennisy, but I'd it's beat just them. a question of what yeah, that's true. Yeah.
3: Mate, I'm these bad. people coming through now are not very good tennis players that like at the highest level. You're hey looking hey top you are
4: you are the person that would know. I'd be you, you are in the guy well, bring it on.
3: Any day, Wimbledon Tennis, any day. Wimbledon. I, I know where the courts are. I used to be down okay. there all the time, mate. I'd are you going to pay
4: the £3.50 an hour for Wimbledon
3: Park or not? £3.50 an hour Wimbledon Park. It's more more than that, mate. What, you Wimbledon Park? Get, you can probably just cut in the fence and get
4: through to be me. All right, done. I'd, we'll do I'd, I'd
3: batter you at tennis, seriously. I'm decent. All right, mate.
4: This is awkward now. Dead air now, innit? Well, well I'm, wait, right. I'm waiting for you because you normally, you normally, you normally no, have a brilliant no, link
3: right. and you've messed it Ta- up again. We're
4: talking about battering foreign people. Um, should we talk about Wrexham yes please do Dan you were there I was there we had an absolutely wonderful time talk talk me through for me game of two halves but I don't know what you thought
5: yeah uh, one of the things I did want to bring up was Monday morning going on social media the loving for Wrexham from anyone that's not an AFC fan was just from my point of view was just embarrassing talking about McLean like it was just absolutely unbelievable and yet the first half, he's had to swap sides because he couldn't get past Bieler. i got, I got a real, I,
3: before we we spoke about Regs at home when we first played him and I said, I didn't have an issue with him. I actually quite like what they're doing with the Hollywood stuff. I've got no issue with that. Uh, I just found it funny. We sold out the away end and all their fans were giving us loads of stick going, well, last time you come up here, you only bought 300. It's like, well, last time we come up here, you only had 3,000. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Fan bases grow. Your fan base is growing massively because of Hollywood. So don't start yeah. getting all Billy Big Bollocks because it will all fall, fall apart one day. Do you know what I, mean? I I found that really disrespectful that Wimbledon could get 1,200 fans up there and they didn't like it that we were taking, yeah. oh, on your big day out. It's like, well, no, not really. Most people haven't been to Wrexham. It's, it's, I mean, I, I,
4: I had this exact chat with, with Dan's brother. We are walking back from the, the game into town and I was like, the problem is, is that right now they're in a wonderful position and they're doing great. Hmm. But once the Hollywood bit goes, the next owner is not going to be anywhere near what they are. And eventually what teams and we spoke about this before, everyone goes back to where they probably should be. We are in a position now where we're probably at hmm. the moment a league two, up and down, maybe league one, MKO exactly the same. Wrexham I are, are yeah, hold on. Wrexham are probably in the league they should be. They'll go up and they'll it'll be They'll do well to do it, but they're not going to stay there forever. They'll they'll have a little flirt, just like Bradford did, and now look at them, and it will be Leeds will come up and then they'll come down. Bournemouth have had their bit. They've been crap for 60 years. They'll come down and they'll get eventually, Reading were the same. They got to the Premier League. They're now in the, in the doggy doos. You do end up eventually where they are, where you are. And fair play to Wrexham. They've chucked enough about it. Great atmosphere. Good game. But you, I, I don't think it's, It's going to be quite hard to convince me that they were a better team than us. They They had a very, very good quarter of an hour. Apart from that, I I wasn't, I'd rather be us than them.
3: Their fans have also got to remember that uh, the the two guys who own them, McIntyre and Reynolds, they've got a bit of money behind them. They haven't got football money. Do you know what I mean? They've got, what, 200 million, I think, Reynolds is worth. He ain't going to want to pump that all into Wrexham. So they're going to need to start. Becoming sustainable, which I don't think they would. Their ground's going to need to be brought up to standard if they won't ever get into the Premiership. Championship, they will have to bring it up as well because there's nowhere near people moaning about the away end saying, Was you upper tier or lower tier, boys? But so the upper tier, at one point, you can't see at the other side of the ground because there's a massive, uh, where the, the roof goes across. You can't even see there. Do you know what I mean? So they're going to have to spend some big, big money to go up. And they're already spending massive money in our uh, our league, if you look at Fletcher and McLean, uh, guys in the middle. But I wanted to say to you two, obviously, I, I will not at the game, but the two goals are criminal, ain't not they, that we can see?
5: Yeah, but that that was my point with the love in for people like McLean. The first half, he doesn't get a kick. He should have got booked for a, a, a tackle on a tackle from behind on Tilly. Yeah. Uh, he didn't, I don't think he put in one cross in the first half. He couldn't get over the halfway line. Uh, balls marked Evans out of the game first half. Their best player, Elliot Lee, first half. And then McLean puts in a cross, uh, which ended up being their first goal. But it's a cross all the way to the back post. We switch off and he gets a tap in. The second goal, yeah, it's a cross, but he's a left winger, paid probably 10 grand a week to put crosses in. And if Curry that. does his job, if Curry does his job, it isn't a goal, you know, and and in the whole game that that is literally all he did. And, and the first goal was from the corner that Curry could have avoided. Yeah. And Fletcher, so, again, Fletcher's not a league 2 player. He's there, everyone knows he's there for the money. Uh but him and McLean with 10 15 minutes to go, we're trying to trying to Control the ball and do little flicks in the middle of the park, and little just literally just kept running over to him and taking the ball off him. I'm guessing by
3: McLean's reaction that you lot were being quite nice to him in that that little <laughs> section then, because turn again, and- he turned
5: around. Again, he pays more attention to yeah. what the crowd are saying to him. And if he did that, if he didn't do that in the first half, he probably he, he probably would have been a little bit better but I think first half he was so frustrated because he literally couldn't get down the wing but he couldn't they had to swap him they put him on the other side because he couldn't get past Bieler in the
3: first half I'm not a big fan of his anyway I think personally I don't like him because of he. he, and when he gets stick as well he turns into a right big baby about it he loves giving it out but he can't take it back but yeah the problem I've got is having a go at Curry because the week before against Championship Ipswich he was the best player on the park by Country Mile and then he switches off twice and we concede two goals and that's Again, I said if there were scouts watching the Ipswich game, they'll be signing him in January. But if there's scouts at Wrexham game, thinking, "Oh, actually, you can't afford afford to switch off." Though you can't afford to switch off in the championship because that will happen every week.
4: I don't think the first. I don't think you can blame him for the first goal in terms of he tried to keep it in. It was it 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 did come a bit of an odd angle, and he kind of tried to get it out, and he just kind of ran away from it. The the thing, the actual problem I felt, me and Dan said at at the game, the early booking knocked him. He got booked in about 25 minutes. A little bit soft to be honest. But let's be on let's be real, everyone's talking about it. If you don't finish your chances, Mm -hmm. you're gonna get punished. And in the first half Sassu at the bar, he was great. Davison had a number of chances. Yeah. And if and again, if you if you don't if you give good teams an option to say, well, you can keep creating chances and the minute Davison went one-on-one in the second half and missed it. I looked at Dan and I went, we're in trouble here because all of a sudden the momentum changed. They got let off the hook again and all of a sudden the pressure just shifted and that was that.
3: I thought the reaction to Davison was quite harsh because it's a t- it's a tough chance. I know yeah. people because people are looking at it, going, "If Ali had gone through, he would have scored." But we don't know if that's the case because I saw Ali at Salford miss free chances like that. Uh, I still think he has to score. Or for me, I said it on the debrief on Sunday, he has to square that to Tilly, who's running through and then would have had a shot of goal to score. I don't, that,
4: so I, don't right, do. I don't know why that's he hasn't enough. gone on his right. I don't know why he hasn't got on his right foot. He took the touch to take him to, on his left foot, and I was quite surprised. He didn't go on his right foot. But I'm not, I'm not chastising him or giving him a hard time. Yeah, but, but it's that, a chance, that yeah. is but that's the difference. That's it. It's mm. not he I'm not having a go at him. I'm not blaming him, but that's the harsh reality. We need someone to put that in the goal. One of those three chances he had, he needs to take. And if he doesn't take it now, Ali is probably gonna take one or he's gonna create. Davison works hard, he runs around, I've got no drama with him, but if we're gonna get promoted, he is not gonna get you promoted. He would not last year, he's not this year. And I don't have I'm not angry or frustrated, but it is just a case of if you take out two of your best strikers of any team. It's going to be tricky. It's going to be tricky to win football matches. And against the top teams, you've got to finish.
3: I think that's the point there as well regarding Ali and Davison is Ali makes more happen. So he creates more chances for the whole team, not just for himself yeah. as well. Where Davison doesn't do that.
4: Davison, and he occupies. Oh, he occupies yeah. defenders. Ali occupies. Davison was quite easy at times to play against. Ball, I thought, was excellent. I was going to, gonna to say, that this,
3: is, this was my question. He Davis. had a good, had a good game. Sorry to come over to uh, across no, you, over fine. you.
4: Fine, you do. Obviously, you're under eleven. You know, wrestling <laughs> champion,
3: right? I, I saw a bit of mixed reviews on Ball on Twitter. Some people oh, no. said he was he, he should have gone off. He was nowhere, didn't do anything. Then other comments said he was excellent. He was brilliant, and loads of people have been calling for him to have more minutes. He played. Yeah. He played in a number ten role as well, which hell yeah. has been occupying, which he probably shouldn't. And Bugle's probably been overplayed because we don't. Yeah, you know I mean he's been brilliant, Bugle, but there's been yeah. sometimes when he's looked tired, and Ball's not got the minutes. Are you saying that Ball? has that shirt now until Bugle comes back and it's up to him to take that?
5: Nominate Dan. Uh, I I don't think... Well, obviously depending on what formation he plays against Crawley, uh, but you can't moan at a player uh, for not performing to the level you want him to perform at if he hasn't played any proper football in six, seven weeks. And if you look, you know, I made a point at the end of the game. we, We normally... 89, 90 minutes. I'm normally one of the first ones to say, Let's go, but we made a point to stay behind to clap the players off because they were run off their run off their feet. There's no one if you take ball off, who are you gonna put on? You can't wow. put McLean on because he's, well, he's about four foot tall.
3: Another point I was gonna make in a minute.
5: Yeah. Uh Oh but, ball was good. Ball was good. Yeah, ball was put on to do a job and he did, he did a job. It. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of the guy's name for Wrexham, but he in the first half he didn't get a kick because the ball kept going up to to James Ball and he kept holding the ball up and you saw when he came off with whatever it was five or six minutes to go he was absolutely exhausted and think, you can't have a go at a player that is not performing 100% to his level he's not going to perform like Armani Little is he, he hasn't played for six I, weeks
3: I think you're talking about George uh, uh, what's his name I had his name here uh, in the middle for him um, Evans uh, yes that's it Evans yeah, that's it. has no, you're George Evans. Yeah, who they bought that's him it. for big money, I believe. So, that's it. yeah, yeah, yeah. He and was he was all over it.
4: Yeah. yeah, I think it's hard. again, it's it's difficult. Like like Dan said as well, like he's not playing in his actual position. We're asking a guy to play. Hmm. By the way, you've not played for two months. Can you play something totally different? And I think he, I think he did a really, really good job. He did. I thought Sasu showed that he's a winger, not a centre forward. I think he, the way that he played in the first half, and he got it and went forward. He showed an a level of excitement that was great. The challenge is we we all said it before even the game came. All four of us were in the pub and all four of us named the exact same starting eleven, which it was, and there was no way to change that football game. And in terms of the minute we went one down, it was like, well, what the hell there was nowhere to go. We were kind of stuck in a in a rut. The only thing you could do is Almost narrow and play up play Sassu up front with Davison and go narrower with ball maybe or play a three quite central. There was oh you play ball centre, Davison right and Sassu left, etc. There was we just struggled in general, and I felt in the second half we could have done with Tilly coming. We needed to he was the main threat, I felt, all game. And we needed to get him on the ball more. And I just it was difficult because once he was wide, they were they were smart. They they, they were smart. They got it, they doubled him up. He couldn't get on it. He was back to his best again, I thought. And I I was really proud of the way that we played. But as we said, if you don't finish, you get punished.
3: And this what frustrates me. And we've said it before regarding Jackson and subs and stuff and using our squad across the board. Uh, We haven't done that, I don't think. And then we now have a situation where Bugle and Ali are away. Pell gets himself sent off, so he was suspended. We then have Brown and Nerfield injured, right? Yeah. So now we then have asking Tilly, who hasn't played a lot of games recently. We're asking it was out of form, to be fair to him, until Oxford. We're asking Sasu, who's been nowhere near it, not even on the yeah. bench, and yeah. then Ball to go, right, come in and play 90 minutes against Wrexham away in one of the toughest games. And one of my big deals on Saturday is we looked at the bench, and again, this is all a situation that... Can't be helped, but possibly can. We're looking at a bench. We had four defenders on that bench, two centre-halves uh, and uh, a young left-back, Hallard. Do you know what I mean? And then you've got yeah. uh, Williams, who's just come back from Wokit and been injured. Yeah. And then McLean, who apparently, if you listen to the kid of the fans, had an horrendous spell there. They said he can't believe he's, he's that level, that he should be playing below them, Conference North. He was our only attacking option on the bench. And there's I there's think, no one
4: else at the club, is there? But then we're this is what we're saying
3: up. about we're talking about transfer activity earlier. But I still think it's a club, possibly one of the only mistakes Craig Cope has made since he's joined us, is not having a striker signed as soon as Ali and Bugle went. We needed one, and people can say, "Oh, he's after the one he wanted." We had, we had loads of time to know that Ali was leaving. We've had months to know that uh, uh, Bugle was in the pre, pre-squad pre-pre for Lebanon and there's a point he could go. I just think we were... I know, and Joe, who does our graphics, made a point saying, would a lone striker have won that game for us on Saturday? I don't know, but we had no bodies on that bench at all on Saturday.
4: The, cha- the challenge with it, though, and again, I said to Dan, I was like, to be honest... We're not good. Our playoff fate is not going to be decided on what how we do against Wrexham. That game is not going to define it. They're, the top three are going to go Stockport, Mansfield, in my opinion, and Wrexham are going to go. Um, Barrow, by the way, signing Colt Stockton today. Sheesh. That's a statement of intent. I don't want to be anywhere near them if we get close to it. So I, do, I don't feel like it's the Wrexham game, in my opinion, isn't the big uh, a big game. The next three are. The next three of Crawley, the team that apparently I can't mention in Mansfield. Now they are the games that are important. And if it meant that we had one extra game where again, we did better than I expected with Davison taking a chance or two, we come away with a point comfortably. I feel like having this guy in now, that which it appears to be probably their number one target, I guess it did sound okay. Lee shaking his head, but I feel that that was a, a high level target for Wimbledon. Um, I, I think that we, if it take, we take the hit on the game. The Pell stuff you can't control. The Lebanon stuff was out of the blue to a certain extent. Yes, it would have been great, but I'm not going to cry my but eyes out too we, much.
3: We could go the rest of the month down without winning a game against of course, the teams yeah, that we well, yeah. play. And I'm yeah, of not. You know I mean, Crawley are no mugs and, and, and they hate us and they want to do one on. But that's over. why they, it,
4: it, it's important. We then that, have
3: the scum and then we have Mansfield, who are one of the best teams in the division at the moment.
4: But that's why. And we're still Wrexham light on numbers, game, but that's why the Wrexham game wasn't important. These it two bo- coming up are now, and now, we've got one in the door. We lost Lemony Evans, which was probably a bit of a shock. Yeah, so he's we starting, could do with re- really well. We, yeah, well, we could do with replacing him or having another attacking player coming in, but it's very difficult to sell for if you're a centre forward coming to Wimbledon. And why are you going to do that when you know Ali's going to walk straight in and yeah. he's going to play every single game? Bugiel's going to come in that number ten and play every single game. We're not in the market for Bugiel's replacement. We're in the market for an a out and out striker who is going to score goals. No one's going to come to Wimbledon unless they're going to get games. And why would you? Why would a a guy who has been out of football or I want to go and get games? Wimbledon is a short term fix, in my opinion. I don't know what you think, Dan.
5: Yeah, uh, well, I agree with players are not going to come knowing Al Hamadi and Bugiel are going to come back as well. The other thing with the budget we've got, we're not going to get a, no one at this stage of the season is going to give you a player in the same division as you who is going to be, going to who's going to ban goals in left, right and centre. You're going to get a player that's either out of form on a lonely League One or someone who's not been playing for a team in League Two. Well, yeah. in which case, what are you going to choose? You've got to go for a player that's been playing in League One but might not have been playing in good form, which is exactly who we've got. Uh but, again, how much game time has he got? How much confidence has he got? And when Ali comes back, how many games is he actually going to play for us? And the other thing we're going to have to contend with is what do you now do with Davison as well? Because Davison's obviously going to start on Saturday and probably the following Tuesday. And when Gordon's up to speed, what do you then do? Well, Gordon will. Uh,
3: Gordon, the only thing Gordon won't be up to speed with is how we play, like the management want from him, which we have this week of training to deal with. He'll be up to speed with fitness and stuff because he's been playing for Cambridge. Well, he have got I to score it, a goal first. Well, it is. <laughs> we'll come on to him in a minute. But yeah, uh, but uh, let's. Well, should we move on? Should we move on track? We. I think we've done Wrexham. Anything else you want to add before we move on about Wrexham,
4: Danny? Dan, I, I thought I thought it was a really good performance. I'm not at all concerned after that game. The way that we played without Ali and Bugiol was definitely um, better than expected. But having said that, we we've got to get some results in the next two games or we go down the the the, the we go down the league and now we're in trouble if we, if we've got aspirations the playoffs we can't be too far away there's a lot of teams in and around us and that will stretch and people will people will drop off and if we're not careful um by the time they come back we'll have too much work to do so that's we really need Crawley and that them lot if you like we need some, um we need some
5: points yeah I think uh I think before the game Saturday I was pretty concerned we might have taken a bit of a pasting uh and going forward we were going to be a bit light but uh, on that first half performance I'm quietly confident going forward we 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 be okay to be honest until they're until they're back I, I see I'm you
3: know, I thought we played really well against uh, Wrexham I thought we were brilliant uh considering the team we put out in the squad I do worry though that we are Fred Bear even with some transfer activity that we've done, we are still, if if Davison gets injured or someone else, we lose someone else in the next month before Ali and Bill will come back, I, I do worry that we could be dropping right out of the playoffs by them. But let's hope that Cope and Jackson have some plans. But we'll move on. We come back, we'll discuss the latest transfer activity, any rumours that we might have heard, uh, and we'll talk about
5: me being 100% correct as normal.
3: Wombles had a dream podcast
4: by the fans for the fans.
3: Welcome back. We're going to be discussing the uh, January transfer window, which is going to be a very hot topic this month, obviously with deals going in and out. Well, none out at the moment, but in. Uh, so yeah, we signed a lab. What's his full name? Gordon something, isn't it?
4: Gordon Bennett. John Gordon. Kimani Gordon.
3: John Kinani Gordon. There you go. Kimani. That's what I said. John Kimani Gordon
4: for, <laughs> turn from
3: Palace. Turn on
4: it, turn on, it, turn
3: uh, um, I got yeah. a lot of stick last week, even though I did say we were signing him. I did then say Palace weren't letting anyone go alone. And then I said, last, and,
4: last week you did get his name right, and this week you go wrong.
3: Then so, I said, uh, I didn't have a clue what was going on uh, uh, and stopped worrying about it. Lee, what do you
4: make of our new signing, sir? On paper, okay,
3: it looks not very good. You okay. have to trust what. Cope and Jackson has done... It, it uh, Dan's laughing. Dan Lewis is laughing away here. But on paper, he's played 14 games this year for Cambridge in League One. He scored yep. one goal and got... No, no. zero goals and got no one assist. Zero goals and one assist. I don't know... How many... A lot
5: of it's been on the bench. Been on the right, bench I was going to
3: say, I didn't know how many he started. Someone said, he's rapid as anything, really quick. It'll suit the way we play. Yeah. Cambridge fan, who I, I think Sam Elliott put it on Facebook, a Cambridge friend of his said... Doesn't have great work rate. Uh, and that's why the manager got frustrated with him. Uh, and yeah, he hasn't started a lot of games, as Dan Lewis just said. I was just looking now. I think it's a body in the door we need right now. And when Ali come back and Bugle come back, they'll probably go straight ahead of him. But at the moment, I can see him starting on Saturday, going left, Davidson in the middle, and then Tilly right. And yeah, I'm. you just hope that he's... like We, we signed Ali. Ali had scored no goals at Wickham, played nine games. They called him alley trial or something like that they could not wait to get rid of him wicked fans he's been mustered ever since so it's hard Dan what do you think?
5: Uh, well I'm not sure if he was on a season-long loan at Cambridge and Palace have recalled him to send him to us or uh, he was only there for six months my worry is that if he was on a season-long loan at Cambridge Cambridge have told Palace he's no good they've signed Lyle Taylor who's what's he 32, 33
3: yeah, to replace yeah.
5: him. He can't run to replace him. But on the other hand, with the right coaching, with the right management, uh, he's young. He's quick, from what I've seen. Uh, he's obviously going to have to get up to match match speed, but he could be decent. I mean, like I said, the budget we've got, what what are you going to get in January?
4: Agreed. I don't think this, I, I, that, that was the, the kind of market that we're in, wasn't it, really? I mean... We, we've been crying out for strikers and now we're going to have it. We're going to have Boogie with Davison, with Ali, with this lad. We've been very fortunate that since Ali's been fit, and I don't want to bock it too much, but since he's come back in, he's been great and he's played. We've obviously had Boogiel. What we're going to have is an opportunity for this guy. Uh, from what I can read, I pretend he could potentially go wide as well. So we've gained a winger who could probably play a little bit forward. Um, so we've kind of, I, I wonder whether we've hedged our bet slightly with Lemony Evans going out, whether we've kind of thought we'll try and get someone utility. But like you said, Dan, it's kind of, if you're going to play Ali and you're going to play Bugiel, the reality of it is whoever coming in is going to be an impact player or come and fill out or um, we're going to need something different. For me, we needed somebody very, very quick who's going to stretch the play. This lad will probably do that. We're going to yeah. need somebody who could potentially play anywhere in the top three. I thought this guy probably does that. Yes, we could do with some goals. But as you said, Dan, it's hard to know anything. If a guy's been only playing fleetingly at Cambridge. And football's such a a petty, finicky kind of game. It doesn't take long before he plays a game. He gets a little run. Look at Ali Hamidi. We bought him. No one even knew anything about him. And now he's worth God knows how much. He was also, he
3: was at Carlisle last year and done really well yeah. for them. Got them into the, won the playoffs. And he was in the playoff final team and he played in that yeah. game. I'm just on the Cambridge uh, Twitter now and they said that he has returned to Crystal Palace. So it sounds like to me that they kind of sent him back. Because he weren't playing. But you go on there, Twitter, and it says uh, he showed flashes of what he can do. But most games, he looked like he really didn't want to be here. Sometimes that happens at clubs. They go there, they don't fancy it, or they move away from home. He's local, I think he said in his interview. He, he's going to be close so that might help him. Uh, looked good for the first couple of games, then. Uh, uh, yeah, w- was it worth having him on loan? Some people said because he ain't been playing games. Uh, but, yeah, I think... uh He's quick. Hopefully it will work out. He'll he'll play more games with us. And, yeah, we need Davison to step up, to be fair, if we're going to want goals in this period where Ali's at.
5: I'm hoping that the reason he was recalled was, obviously, Cambridge changed their manager uh, from Bonner to Harris. And rather than uh, he being recalled because he's no good, Harris just wanted to bring in someone different, which is why he was recalled. Taylor's coming. They really, sent him on loan to Cambridge to play under Bonner. Bonner's now gone. Harris wants to bring in his own people, so maybe that's the reason.
4: It's also it could be a season too early for him in League One. We had a blah day and we had a whole host of other potential players who played in League One. Presley it's probably a year too early for him. Um, so you know, it's, it's it's to be blunt, it's a year too early for Sasu. But next year he'll be brilliant. Um, and I think I think for all all people concerned, I think this is a. A good loan. It might not necessarily be the most exciting loan, but at the same time, I don't know what we kind of expect. But with that in mind, now, with him, are we done? Or no, do we, I... we're, we're going to need some more business? But I guess it's so we've lost Lakin, we've lost Lemony Evans, we've brought in this lad. So you could technically say we've, we've almost swapped Lemony Evans for him. I... Lakin can't be a lot of money.
3: I was going to say, I think we have swapped. Lemony Evans for this kid. And I think yeah. I think we've looked at Williams and gone, Williams can do the job that Lakin did. I yeah. thought Lakin was a very good footballer. I he him. was I decent, I thought, thought yeah. I, I think he's better than Williams currently. I think Williams He's gone to
4: Sutton, hasn't he, Lakin? Yeah, he's gone
3: to Sutton yeah. alone. So it shows the level that Forrest Green think he's at, you know what I mean, and stuff. Because Forrest well, Green... Burton. Burton, sorry. Well, I thought it was Forrest Green. Who was Green. No, he's at Burton. Right, Burton. But yeah, I... I just think we've now looked at Williams gone right. He had a good loan at Woking. He can be with us for the next six months on the bench because that's pretty much what Lakin was not even getting on our bench, to be fair. So I think we bought... I do still think we we need another striker. And my opinion, I think we're looking at not the loan market for that. I think we're looking into a transfer market uh, and maybe looking at, possibly like we did last year with Ali and getting someone like that in, someone that hasn't done overly great somewhere else but has potential to be good with us, young and has a sell-on value, which is what, as a club, we need to be doing more of every transfer.
4: Dan, would you sell, uh, I'm not saying Ali, but maybe Curry, would you sell him now pocket, I don't know, 600,000, but strengthening a couple of areas to have a push for playoffs or do you feel like, you know what, but let's be honest, Curry is definitely going to go in the summer if he doesn't go in this January. Ali is going to go in the summer if he doesn't go this January. Do you feel like without Curry, we're, we're not going to be playoffs? Or do you feel like maybe sell Curry now, get a young left-back left who's okay, young lad who gets forward a bit, then you can maybe bolster another attacking option slightly better and make us a better all-round squad? Or would you just go, no, Curry stays and we'll just work with what we got.
5: No, I wouldn't sell anyone now. Uh, Obviously, taking the finances out of it, if the club have to sell them to get through till the end of the season without struggling, then obviously that's out of our hands. Yeah. But, playing point of view, personally, if you look at the rest of the teams in League 2, probably 75% of the teams in League 1, Jack Curry is one of the best left-backs by far. There is no point in us selling him now for 600 grand or Ali for whatever we can get for him because the only way we're going to get anywhere near the playoffs is by keeping them. And you never, never know if we end up in the playoffs doing well in the playoffs, uh, like we did under Ardley. There's no reason why if by some miracle we do go up, there's no reason why they're not going to stay. There's no way we will get anywhere near the playoffs by taking 600 grand for Curry. We just, it, it won't happen. You ain't going to find anyone at this level that is going to uh, propel you into the playoffs or through the playoffs. That's going to be a better replacement for Curry. And by selling him now, you're—I know, I know. Obviously, the club might be struggling for money, but by selling him now, uh, if someone comes in with an offer which is ridiculous, like a million quid, then obviously you're going to have to listen to it. But if you want to, if we want to do anything as a club this season, you have to keep them. You have to. I, I think,
3: I think we have enough money in the pot to go out and sign a striker. Because you've got to remember, Ali, weren't, Ali wasn't, what's it called, expensive, but there was a massive sell-on clause on that, which is What's 25... the update
5: on Elliot List, uh, Lee?
3: I, that's just someone I think we should be looking at. Not
5: Well, they've just signed for Dane Oliver on loan, and List yeah. was on Have, they, have they really? Yeah, yeah, back on loan from Where Bradford. Where is he? he was a Bradford, but Evans... He's Evans the one who scored it, up against us, weren't he, last minute, when uh, Chiswick scored a free kick. Yeah, Evans mm-hmm. loves him. The quotes that Evans has said today... He, he loves him, so they've re- they've signed him on loan till the end of the season. List was on their bench on Saturday and didn't come didn't come on, and they've now just signed another striker. So. That was just someone, that
3: were not nothing I've heard of or anything like that. It wasn't someone going, we're signing it. That was just me looking and thinking, Stevenage, like Elliot List, is someone that we tried to sign in the summer and it didn't go Mm. I think he went to Stevenage in the summer. I'm not sure if he went to Stevenage. Uh, No,
4: he was a Stevenage last
3: year. Yeah, I think that's something we looked at in the summer and I think that would be a good deal for us. But He's not going to play now, is he? If he
5: was on the bench Saturday, he hasn't come on
3: and they've just signed another striker. Is he a striker or a winger? No,
5: he's... I think goals. he plays I think he plays right of a, a front. I think they're front three. See, I think that's he someone I'd be right looking at. I'd be looking
3: at someone like that. But as I said, I, I just think it's going to be someone like As I said, Ali's sell-on is 25%. That's 100%. Uh, hold
4: on, hold on. What? You reckon it's actually
3: 25%? Ali's sell-on, yeah, to, uh, to Wicker is 25%. Uh, can't,
4: it can't be that small.
3: It is. It's 100%. I, what it's
4: what only, do you mean it's
3: 100%? 100%. Finch, what sources is, is 25%.
4: Yeah, but is it the hundred percent what what sources of getting, you know, this player right, or is it the what resources of you getting the player wrong last week?
3: No, it's the sell on fairly is twenty five percent.
4: Because twenty five percent is not me. a big sell on, is it?
3: It's it's big enough when you didn't have no. a when you had, you had a player didn't score any goals for you and then you gave them to us, expecting we to make nothing from him.
4: When they were saying there was a big sell on, it's right. That's gotta be more than twenty five percent. I'm telling you. Who who 25%. said there was a big sell on? When we bought, when we bought um, uh, Ali, what Ainsworth mentioned and said that he's going to keep close eyes on it. And during the deal, it says it includes a big sell on for the selling club. Definitely. Well, okay. So well, he's well, okay. definitely got a sell on.
3: Um, yeah, it's twenty five percent. I've just told you. You're annoying me now. Well, it's twenty five percent anyway. That's I think that's what I we're looking at now. I. If Curry leaves, we have to get a left-back because Brown's not good enough to come in if we have any aspirations of playoffs. Hallard, Hallard, bless him, he's probably young, probably going to be the next Curry, hopefully. I can't judge. I've never seen him and I don't know anything about him. But rumours are, or the the, the reports that you hear, is he's he's pretty good. But, yeah, we can't say. A couple of years ago, we wouldn't have had a clue Jack Curry hasn't gone, oh, it's a bit risky throwing him in. So hopefully Hallard's the next one off that... uh, conveyor belt, but yeah, if we did sell Curry, I think a left-back would be needed. Uh, so are we back, happy sorry.
4: from now? Are we happy right now if we didn't buy a centre back to replace Pierce? I don't know how long he's out for. We know Nurfield is out for a while. We know Brown is out for a bit. Are we happy with just another attacking player and we're done? And we just go, right, this is what it is. Or do we need to be a bit more bold and because I I can't imagine us having a lot of money to work with. We've obviously got the Lakin loan. You've got the Lewis is now permanent. So that opens up another loan. So it's just a question, I guess, of are we content enough as a squad? Because for me, if Ali gets injured, our season's done anyway. So it's kind of that balance between um, how many players do we need as a squad? Because we're not a big squad, are we really? We did have two weeks ago. An entire eleven with an entire bench without Sasu, and I was happy with it. Now we move forward two weeks, and our entire team is all we've got. We've got no bench, so it's just a question of do we need another couple of people in the in the building who the Sam Pearson's type player who are okay, nothing special, but they're better than Kai Jennings or somebody else. I, I
3: for me, I think as I said, I think we need at least one more striker in. But I think I think we're set everywhere else at the moment. To be fair, if we can get all the players back fit, I was going no, to you're say not bothered you about,
4: about Pierce. Center.
3: No, because uh, I know we've got Callum boy back. We've got Lewis and Johnson. Callum Boy I love Sutcliffe. I think he's a really really good player. I I wouldn't have even sent him on loan. I know we had to because Pierce is going to play ahead of him. That ain't the case anymore. And uh, yeah, I, he's, he's class. Go on, Dan Lewis. With yeah, people. I don't. Uh, I don't
5: think. Defensive wise, I don't think we need anyone, provided they all stay. Uh, I think Lewis Johnson and the backup of uh, Callum Bay. Yeah, Callum Bay and Sutcliffe. I I think that's perfectly fine. I do. I do think we need uh, another goal scorer. But again, what are we going to get at this stage of the season? It's we've signed Gordon. He's obviously going to be someone that's going to be going for goal, but how how much fit is he and how many goals is he going to get but it would be nice to get someone else in but again what, what are you going to get at this point of the season oh, All so how how early in the window do you go we
4: all know mm. the last two days it goes bonkers and yeah, people all of a sudden are getting released and do you know what I want to find a club right well off you go just like um, who got released the other day there, there's loads of guys who just basically just go right go on you're right. We'll, we'll, we'll let you go and you can just sign wherever you want to sign so it's a question again, as well, is how early do you want to press the button? here? and right now it's taken us what fifteen days to get this lad in, and we've probably been sitting tight waiting for it to press the button. I'm at. I'd be amazed if we haven't got another person in the in the offing, but we there are there is going to be a really great player for Wimbledon that's going to become available in the next couple of weeks. Facts, because it happens every single year, and it's whether or not you know someone like Cole Stockton's going to Barrow. I mean. Jesus, he's, a, he's well, a top I don't want to enlighten,
3: I don't want to light this fuse again. Oh, God. But there's a certain player if you, men, Burrows, if you
4: If you mention anything about Dom Telford, I'm going to go crazy.
3: I've heard his name in of, of course well, you he's, have. Well, he's not playing at Barrow. That's why, if they sign if they sign Stockton, he ain't playing. He ain't playing anyway. And he's local, boy. he ain't. Do you know what I mean? Put two and two together, Dan.
4: His well, you put two and two together, you can't even spell. All and he's right, a goal scorer
3: at this level. I, I'm just like, saying, again, it's just names that people say, oh, what about this? I don't think they're hearing anything. They're just going, well, we ain't playing. And that's true, we ain't playing. We've but also if, got if to remember... If
4: he's not going to play for us. When like, we're fully fit, he's not he's not getting an answer. I, I, I didn't say that. I
3: said this is just a name that people are dropping because it, it just makes two and two together and people come up with five, like they do every transfer window. As I said many times, I love January transfer windows I love any transfer window because it's all most of it, ninety percent of it is bullshit and it's funny and it's good and people lose their heads over transfers like Windelsman, Don. Anyway, but I, I've got I've got another one, right? Oh, more, two two players. We've we have going to feel like new signings if they stay fit during this Asia Cup is Ali and Bugle. They're going to be... Ali didn't even start the other day, which is really annoying and frustrating. Do you know what I mean? And uh, Omar started in the last game, they drew 0-0 against China. Good result. They beat Turk, Meinzer Stein next game. (laughs) Right. They go through and then we lose him from
5: Mansfield. But... (laughs) Have they replaced Turkmenistan? Have they in the tournament? <laughs> That's
4: the one. No, 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 Turkmenistan, they're a new country.
5: Right, anyway, if they beat them,
4: they're through. But <laughs> they That re- can't be real. That can't be real. They're out in 35... You de- can't have said that.
3: They're out in 35-degree heat. They're loving life out there, mate. <laughs> they're coming back as fresh as daisies.
4: What, in Turkmenistan or Turkmenistan? No, they're out,
3: they're out in Qatar, actually. But it's Turkmenistan, oh, okay. Turkmenistan. So
4: it's like Qatar or something? Well, go I agree on. with you. I think I think there's another attacking player coming in. We're going to need it. I I still feel like we need a um a, a backup left back because I think Brown. If if Curry gets injured, Brown plays. I know Johnson can go over, but with Pierce getting in, it, it's it just amazing. You lose one or two players and it gets thin. But um, I was quite surprised. was it? The young lad, young left back's gone out again. Mason need a Farnborough now, right back. Um. Right back, sorry. So it'd be interesting to see what we spoke about it last week, whether a Gondir or Billa could go on the other side. But I think watch your space. I'm not convinced we're gonna lose anybody unless, in my opinion, it's Brown or Pell. I think one of them might might we might write them off and go, Look, if you do not want to play then see you later. But I think we haven't got enough players to possibly lose them. But it'd be great to see if we can get another another attack minded player in. Or it's a shame because Lemony Evans would have been perfect and they were looking ah. at him but he played great the other day, so Yeah.
3: They were raving about him, Stockport fans. It was really annoying. Well, he started and he was fast, apparently. It's like, yeah, cheers. Melts.
4: It's probably a bit too expensive for us, isn't he?
3: He's out of contract in the summer, mate, and I think that's a deal that we might be looking at in the summer.
4: We'll, we'll have to look at it, definitely. If we've got a league because one, we should definitely get it.
3: It's, it's good, though. Signing Lewis is very good that we've got players who have, we were up at stockport obviously he would have been earning good money there he signed a contract just before he come and joined us so he was setting up to be there for a couple of years and it's good that we've got now a structure in place within the football side of the club behind the scenes is still an absolute mess but the actual football side looks like it's sorting itself out we're better on the pitch and to have someone like Joe Lewis go, I don't want to go back to Stockport, which you don't blame him really, do you? Wimbledon or Stockport. But yep. yeah. So it's like Ball. Ball's come down from now. He's living in, uh, I think Mick Dorse said the other day, he's living in Wimbledon Village. I'd love to know oh. how much we're paying these players that they're living in the village. Do you know what I mean? But.
5: Village.
3: Yeah. He's probably living above Mick Dawes Pub, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, well, you would probably pay more for that. It's cost more a pint than it does me rent at Mick Dorse's Pub anyway.
4: Oi, oi, oi. But you slag him
3: off, but anyway, there's no. I've got real no more rumors. Once I hear them, I will put them out to everyone. So, and they're always 100%. I was two in two this week, so quite happy with that. All right,
4: mate. Yeah, well done.
3: Yeah, anyway, we'll move on. And when we come back, we'll discuss Johnny Jackson, Omar Bugle, Amani Little. Is it time to start renewing some contracts? Back in
5: a bit.
0: There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We're
3: back, and we're going to ask, uh, is it time for Johnny Jackson, Armani Little, and Omar Bugle to have their contracts uh, extended? Obviously, there are things online. There's stuff, there's uh, people like Gabriel Sutton. I don't know if you don't know on Twitter and stuff. Bit of a waffer, in my opinion, but uh, some of the stuff he tweets... Yeah, there's another couple of guys on there who are really good. Uh, but they're saying about Omar Bugle, Portsmouth should be looking at him. He'd be perfect, things like that. And I worry about it because I think for me, I don't know how he got on previously, but he obviously is playing brilliant for us. And is this the best he's played in his football league career? He's just been called up for Lebanon. Is it time we've said to him, look, offered him a contract? I think Amani Little has been excellent. And I think we need to be offering him a contract tomorrow. Uh and Johnny Jackson, I'm still jury out on that at the moment. Uh, Dan Lewis, I'll come to you first. What do you think? Uh,
5: I can't see Bugle playing for Portsmouth. If Portsmouth again going for promotions of the Championship, I can't see him signing for Portsmouth. Uh, but they have been very, very good, Bugle and Little. Uh, are both their contracts up in the summer, are they? Yes. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, if it was me, obviously I would be offering both a contract. Uh, they've been two of our best players by a long way. The same. But to be honest, I'd probably offer Jackson an extension as well. Uh, the way we're playing, if if it is such a shambles behind the scenes as opposed to on the pitch, he, if he's working with all that to get what he's got out of the team so far this season, I think he's done very well. I think you I think you would offer all three on the contract. Obviously, it's going to depend on what league we're in next season and it will depend on who comes in for players like little in the summer. If they're out of contract uh, and we finish in the playoffs and we don't go up or just outside the playoffs, there will be clubs, probably middle of the league one, that are going to be looking at them who can probably offer a lot more money than w- what we can offer them. But will they be able to offer them first team football week in, week out? Don't forget where Bugle's come from as well. Not I think Bugle's
4: got one one big move left. I think I think we could probably get little where he might play a bit more and strengthen his claim and then have his gig. But... I think Boogie will have probably one and one more big move, and after playing for Lebanon and getting the international team, I'd be surprised if he does go. Um, I think I think the interesting ones like like Dan said, I think it depends what league. If you go up a league, then it will be interesting. I, I would even if you go up, I'd have I would have little definitely. If we get promoted, we'd have little. Um, if we don't, then I, I, there isn't really anybody in the team in the squad that I wouldn't keep for next year although I feel like if we're going to be promoted and we're going to push for promotion, then Lee Brown, Pell, um, possibly Pierce, Those kind of conversations, we need to replace Pierce with a different model of, of someone like that. Um, I I would extend Jackson's contract after what he's done. I think he's done a decent job. I spoke about this last week. A bit of humble pie from me, as you know. Um, but it'll be interesting because obviously if we get Little We can extend it, but it, his wages are going to have to go up. So it'll be in it, whatever he's on. And apparently for, I don't know exactly, but Ali's on apparently relatively peanuts. So when you put it that way, he's going to go and earn 10 times his money somewhere. It, it's just a difficult one for us. Yes, we can talk about the theory of extending the contract, but we could get completely blown out of the water. Particularly if we, we've now spent underground on Lewis, potentially. We, we could get totally blown out of the water. But that's why the summer is big, because... Pell, Brown Pierce between them, I reckon they're on a decent whack. And I reckon if you can if you can re invest that money and strengthen in strengthening little Lemony Evans possibly and somebody else, it just feels like our big earners are probably not on the pitch. And that's sort of where we need to address. I think. I
3: yeah, I agree. And I think when Cope uh, came in at summer, he said about a coal and stuff, and people were like, "Well, where's this coal? How's it not happened?" Well, we've been Zanevoff pretty much. He's on the bench. He hasn't played. Yeah, he's, he's Brown, Brown's gone, pretty much. Pell weren't part of the call. You was having him as captain, to be fair. At I start was, of the yeah. But I think he will go in the summer. Pierce, I think, will go in the summer. And I think the call will now happen... But it's taken time because, you, as as many people said, and they they mentioned it to me a few times, because they were like, "Shut up! You can't do a cold straight away." Uh, it's true, you can't. With players under contract, you know what I mean. We've had to wait for their contracts to run down. Why would someone uh, like uh, Brown just leave his contract on, say, three grand a week when he's got a business that's doing very well as well locally, a building business that he does good money from? Why would he he's doing nothing? Why would you? And. Uh, Football's a funny old game where people are like, who is it at the moment? Harry Arter at Forest. People are like, he's a scumbag. He won't leave his 40 grand a week contract. <laughs> Would you leave your work if you've you got two years left? And they said, you you, you can go, but you're not going to get a better deal anywhere else. Of course you're not. You just sit there and go, I'll take 40 got. He's pretty much retired now on 40 grand a week for another year. Do you know what I mean? Who who ain't going to do that? And football's a funny old game like that. But I think come the summer, we'll lose players like you said, Pell, Pierce, Brown, Zanev. They're all the good money. Uh, I think Robinson and uh, uh, Will Nightingale will Nightingale. move on as well. We might even lose the Kalambais and stuff because their injuries might be too bad now to take on for another year, especially with Sutcliffe and people like that coming through. Uh, and I think we have some good money there. I do think, though, we need to be offering Omar Bugle a money little contracts yesterday. Uh, would, and we... give,
4: would Boogie play League One? Would he do a right there, do you think? Or is that. Are
3: we with Ali? Yes, but without Ali, it's a tough one to ask answer, yeah. really. And I don't has he ever. Ali's played?
4: going. Ali's going. Even oh, Ali's far, off. Hundred Ali percent. Yeah, hundred
3: percent. And so um, that Curry, conversation Curry's is off, dead. Ali's off. Bugle. It's hard. to I don't think he's ever played League One. Has he? I don't know. Right. I'm not sure. Right. Uh, could he be the same as Palmer when Palmer stepped up? He couldn't make it a League One. He's a League Two or Conference player, in my opinion. Now, uh, but yeah, it's a tough one. But I don't think we'll be in League One. To be fair, Danny. And I'm not no. too upset about that. But no, no. Jackson, for me, I think I have to agree as well. I think it's time to offer him a new contract. We're better than we were. The only problem now, though, we've got is we'll say offer him a new contract. We'll offer him one two year deal. We'll sign it. Uh, we'll sell Ali now in January. We we won't have any strikers, won't score goals, and we'll just drop like a stone like we did last year. And then they want to be going mental again.
5: Well, look on the bright side, Ali. Eh, <laughs>
4: yeah. But I guess, it, like you said, it, I guess it just depends on what what you're expecting. Boogie, having Boogie, and he's played well enough. To, he definitely has earned one for his current performances. If we don't go up, we are we are we as a group? Are we now really thinking we're probably a top half League Two club now? For bearing in mind, we were a League One bottom eight club. We've now been we were bottom four League Two club. We're now. With the group of players we've got, we're currently a top half League Two team. If we've got expectations next year, we haven't this year, but next year we've got to be looking at, we've got to, you know, can we take an extra step? Do we make that? Is Boogie all going to be part of that extra step? And if he is, does does Omar Boogie all get you promoted? I, I don't know.
3: If we stay in League Two, I think Omar Bugle does get you promoted. I think it's a, again, it's really every transfer window we say is massive for Craig Hope. But the next transfer window in, in the summer will be massive because we lose two of our best players. We lose Curry. And, and, we and, lose and
4: we'll have budget and we'll yeah. have a bigger budget with those players going. Well, yeah, be with all, all the, we'll the players, have players have we've just
3: events. mentioned, we'll have a good spine again. We'll have. I think a new lone goalkeeper will come in because we've not got no chance yep. of signing Bass as that will go So we need a new goalkeeper. We'll have Curry, uh, Curry, we we'll have Johnson and Lewis. I think one of our things about us now being a top half table uh, team was the ambition we showed of going and signing Joe Lewis. So obviously yep. Stockport was like, no, we're going to recall him. If you want him, buy him. Think. I think they kind of tried to bluff us because they know, like you ain't got the money and all this. And then we went, bang, there you go. Do you know what I mean? Bosh, we got Lewis. And then, in that middle, we've got Reeves. If we sign Little on a contract, and then we've got Bugle, and then we'll need a striker, and then the wingers you can Tilly, Nerfield be there, and then we'll strengthen. Maybe little them and then we'll come in. It's a good. It's a good eight nine players that we could have in League Two. The main. Yeah. The main thing for me is how we replace Ali in the summer.
4: I mean, replacing goals is always the hardest thing to do. But so... we do it. We always do it so well, though, Dan
3: we've done oh, it i don't know what do you mean no I'm, I'm, what do you mean I'm not you sure. don't we've what? always done it dan everwood we always replace goal scorers
4: and we always oh yeah we oli, really well. oli Parva worked really well yeah no no, no that, that but was we, in january and then that we replaced oli Parva with, with, with josh, josh davison Did, yeah, but that that you're talking about well, we
3: josh davison came in for 130 grand mate he was a, he's our highest paid player uh, highest you
4: said you've just said we do a good job we do, do but right, josh davison oli Taylor, Pigger. davison
3: well Maine. We replaced them with other players. Pigot came in. Taylor All came I'm in. saying is, Elliot is that over the last, Akin Fenwa came in. Do you want me to go on? We do usually do. Yeah, and then Ali yeah, came but in. Then
4: we, Yeah, but then yeah, You say we made one yeah, mistake
3: but... with Palmer selling Palmer no, and no, bringing in no, Davidson. No, And Incorrect. then correct? No, it ain't. Daniel Aaron Silverwood. Presley.
4: Shit. Dababa Bude. Shit. We had all what's lo- his
3: all, names. All loan players though. They weren't permanent young players. Young players. Yeah, but every there are the player that we usually make does well, even last year, Josh Davidson scored ten goals for us. Everyone was raving about him.
4: No, we no, we weren't raving about him. We would have never rated him. We've
5: never we got mental about you him. you haven't
3: because we know football, but there's Wimbledon fans who do, and but most of them don't know football. I'm, Dan I'm not disagreeing.
5: And Lewis, whose like side are you on? Mine or Danny? 50-50. Oh, get off the fence, fence you mate. absolute Jeez. turncoat. Oh. Well, I would say we, we were replacing strikers decent, uh, decent enough seven, eight years ago. Uh, right. But we haven't we haven't done it. the last the last three or four years, uh, apart from Ali, there isn't. Uh, how long ago was? How long ago did we sign Piggott? What year did we sign him? A while back. Yeah that that is the only that's the only striker of recent memory. Him and Ali. In between them two, I can't think of yeah. one striker where we've sat there on a Saturday and thought he's. He's gonna be pretty decent. Young You're... Coombs maybe until he got injured, but again he's a loan signing. He's You're... not gonna be he's not gonna be a two or three year deal, is he? There's no one in between that. I can't think of anyone.
3: Yeah, but you also got to remember that we went through this mad period of this Robinson and Joe Palmer era of them doing wacky stuff that was gonna change football and stuff yeah, like that. But that, that was only eighteen
4: months work. though.
3: Yeah, and before that we had Piggott. It's only yeah, eighteen months ago that we had Joe Piggott. He scored he he scored the opening goal at Plough Lane.
4: So we it wasn't that have, long ago we have, that we had a pigger. But when we talk about strikers, each year, right, you have a, a main striker. So we would have always had a Pigger, a Larte, or whatever. Yes, I just said that. But since we have had the promotion year, you normally have three or four strikers in your squad. Since the promotion year, we have barely had two. We've had Decent two seasons, strikers. two
3: seasons of bad strikers, but other than that, we usually do okay replacing our strikers.
4: Well,
3: I'm not having this. Well, it's, it's facts. But anyway, we've gone right we've off had, tangent here because this was no, about giving contracts no, to Jackson.
4: No, I I, 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 think this is. Exactly do you think
3: the, the board should be applauded for what they did with regards to keeping Jackson, or do you think they yeah. didn't really have a choice? Because the board get a lot of stick, we gave him a lot of stick. We called uh, Mike Buckley a dictator, which got us banned from talking to club officials. <laughs> <laughs> him riding a horse through Plough Lane—that didn't uh, go down well. Yeah, they. very banter. They,
5: I don't. I don't think you can. I don't think you can argue against that. When, if you look at the state of football at the minute, uh, and it's probably worse this season—Championship, League One, League Two—if a club don't win six for six or seven games, even if they're drawing a couple. The first thing the support say is the manager's got to go. That's all they talk about. Whereas times to go, I think. <laughs> but we've, gone, we've we've gone the other way. I think it is it is quite refreshing to to support a club that uh, actually back their manager, and I think it also gives him a bit of security as well. He's only going to perform better if he knows he's got that security. If if he thinks he's four or five games away from the sack. You can't you can't expect him to perform 100% and to his best every single week. Whereas if he's if he's got that security, obviously you can't you you can't do what we did with Robinson and let it drag on for you know 20 odd games. But I do think if if he knows he's got uh, six months to to sort the team out and he's got a bit of job security, he's gonna they're gonna perform better because it gives them more to aim at as well in the future. He might be. Envisaging what his team's going to be in six months. Well, you, you can't do that if you haven't got job security.
3: No, I agree. I, I like the fact that we've kept Terry it on with him. He, he bought him in. I like the fact that he's kept Rob Tuvey involved. I'm a big fan of Rob. Uh, many people know this. I've, I've known Rob since he was uh, Tubby, Tubby Rob Tuvey. Uh, and he, he, he loved bought- that nickname. Yeah, well, Robo loved it when I told him it before Robbo become manager, and he don't like me anymore. But uh, <coughs> me and Robo used to get on really well. Now he hates me. <sighs> Rude. Uh, well,
4: look, I'm. I've but actually, Rob Tubi, a I like Rob Toohey.
3: I thought it's good. He's a good young coach, and he's he's doing. Obviously, the players respect him and take on board what he says. He's a Wimbledon man as well. We all love Bezo and what he done, and and what he's done for goalkeepers and the keepers that we we get through, and they go on for good money. We never see them play, but they end up getting good money for us. Uh, and I like the fact that, yeah, we've got, as you said, that job security there, uh, Dan, that, that manager probably needs. How would you perform in the job if you didn't know, if you're going to be, if you're working, uh, what's it called, zero-hour contracts and stuff like that? So, so,
5: there are so many clubs, League One, League Two, that have already gone through two managers. And the first instinct from any supporter to, do, to to go to, if they start losing a few games, they think, if we change the manager, it will turn around. It it, But it just doesn't happen. You look at... Uh, Fleetwood League One they've gone through they're now onto their third manager yeah. they're Scott still Brown. who do they have after that uh, Scott Brown then they went to Lee Johnson and now they Charlie Adam
3: Oh and Fleetwood? they're still
5: yeah eh? yeah, yeah, yeah the chairman's in st- prison isn't he yeah but that, what's that got to do that don't, that, that don't help well, like it, it, is
3: it? well it shows they're a basket case club that can't be trusted
5: but That that is what every club does the first thing they go to is change a manager they're still in the bottom four in League One surely Some of the responsibility has to come down to the players and what is going on behind the scenes as well. If you've got a club which has got no job security for your manager, you're not going to get a club that's going to be performing to its best. It's not going to happen.
3: And to be fair, Dan, I'm very fickle. We don't win a game now in this month. I want Jackson out by the end of it. I won't
4: worry about it. I've just looked online. I'm definitely right about the recruitment of strikers. You, You are actually wrong. (laughs) <laughs> I've got a fifteen I've got a litter name of fifteen strikers that we bought permanently who have been who are very, very average. What um, after Pigot? After Piggott. All, all, all about, permanent all permanent strikers. All permanents that Pigger you know, all permanent, yeah. Fifteen 100%. strikers
3: since Piggott, we've signed fifteen permanent strikers.
4: Who've played either with Pigot no, no no. We've
3: signed fifteen okay. permanent strikers after tri- right. we're not talking about loans because loans no, no. are
4: Fifth, okay, let's have a go then, really. Because I
3: could bring let's you Michael count them Force. Up. Michael Force.
4: We're not doing loans. Oh, here we you go. said that. It's permanent. You just said permanent. Permanent only. coming on in. All right. Kwezi pyre. Agreed? Terrible? I, no. Yeah. Shut up, Lee. No. Don't no. be stupid.
3: He's got some big goals. I. I we done... No. <laughs> Before He's you come on the podcast, back Danny, back we done boo boys and players that got booed and were treated
4: badly and it was uh, it was un, unfair. I, I am like uh Okay, Quazi was under par, would He's be He's got fair. one goal at Blackburn, and not he? That's it. What about
3: the Kwezi... uh, FA Cup goal away to Fleetwood?
4: What FA Cup goal, goal against Fleetwood? Away to Fleetwood. In the FA Cup. So that's, okay, that's it, so you're telling it? me you're happy with the performance of Quezzy up higher across his women and career? No, but he was as good as some okay. of our
3: strikers, right?
4: Fantastic. Cody McDonald.
3: He was, yeah, fat boy McDonald was too, yeah, right. he was bad.
4: Okay, so that's, uh, um, so far... Two out, two out of two. Right. Okay. Here we go. You ready? Next. Are you going to name out? the
3: good ones we had as well? Are these just bad? Yeah, that of, course, you found? of course. Yeah, yeah. Are you great naming Evans. all the strikers? I've
4: huh? got great Evans here.
3: Great Evans. Yeah. Who, who the fuck's great? I've also Evans? Got...
4: Exactly. Jake Jervis.
3: Oh, <laughs> it's a tough one that one. Jake Jervis. <laughs> was he a striker or was he a winger?
4: Jake Jervis. He cupped his ears once. Okay. Great. James Hansen. No.
3: Oh, I like James Hansen Shut up
4: no, I like was, James Hansen He was a good footballer Until he turned up at Wimbledon No no he, he got terrible.
3: homesick He got homesick Happened. Okay so
4: he was, Okay great He, was, he wasn't He was very But sick. he scored some big goals um, And he got injured as well His injury record was bad some, Yeah exactly yeah, so But his
3: injury did, record was bad he When he before. came to it yeah, but That's the manager's fault for signing But he, he oh, was still, he still yeah, scored some important you, goals Scum Thorpe away
4: One goal Scumthorpe <laughs> <laughs> away Dan you don't even remember these games Michael <laughs> Falevi On loan.
3: Yeah, he's on loan, don't count.
4: Okay, fine. Happy for that. Let's go to the next year. Obviously on the UK's best website, Transfer Marks. James Hansen was before Joe Piggott. What? No, not on this, he ain't. Yes, he was. You've got Adam Cross at Roscoe.
3: Oh, the Crow. I'm not saying a bad word against him. (laughs) He's a cult hero.
4: Yeah, somewhere.
3: (laughs) He came on the pod. He was a lovely guy. I love Roscoe. I love him. Of
4: course he was. Of course he was. Awful footballer for us. Sorry, you can put him alongside the wonderful Shea and Harrison. (laughs) Corey Andrews, yeah, but again, Robinson, who is okay.
3: Corey Andrews was another Robo.
4: Doesn't matter. He's a permanent striker. was rubbish.
3: You're going to say what's his name next? The other one went to Halifax now. Who Uh, am I going to say?
4: You're uh, the one uh, who
3: knows it. He sounded like he sounded like the geezer we got that was rubbish as well. From who's playing for Barnsley now? What no. No, no, the one the big geezer we got from Birmingham. No, oh, Cosgrave. Cosgrave, you're going to say Cosgrave. I haven't said him yet. Yeah, well, you're going to say him because he was... <laughs> home, yeah, but I haven't, I haven't absolutely said
4: rubbish. Yet. At least allow me to say him.
3: But Cosgrave and Corey Andrews, I'm not having them, they were gambles of Robos that was never going to pay off in a million years.
4: Derek Osai, Dapo Mabude, uh, Aaron Presley, loan. Terry O'Blade. Loan. Stop naming me loan players. Derek Osai, O'Sai was not alone. loan. Derek Osai was, was alone. loan? No.
3: Well, he no. came on a short-term contract. Aaron
4: Cossgrave,
3: Shayen. Well, you mentioned Shayen earlier. Yeah. If it weren't for him getting injured within one minute of him coming on against Peterborough, <laughs> he would yeah. have been absolute class. He came, remember he came on <laughs> against Peterborough and he looked really good. He played about five minutes, looked okay, and then he got he, he fell over like a marble or a stone on the pitch or something. And he a marble. Well, did you not see the way he went down? There was no, he, yeah, right. But you're you are taking the Mickey there a bit, Dan. Oh. Oh. Oh, all I'm saying is,
4: we've haven't, we haven't got any. Zach Robinson was is okay, but you, he do not want to play he played, for us, and he didn't yeah. really have a gaze game. If he had played we games, he would,
3: score, he would have been our top goal scorer.
4: <laughs> Quayne Bartley, rubbish. What? David Fisher, no good. He's got a hat Aaron trick. Aaron Sasu,
3: day. not a forward. Do you know David Fisher's playing for Glen Torrin over in Northern Ireland? He scored his first ever senior hat trick the other day.
4: Oh, give him a Chose his, his level, though, because, like. <laughs> Northern there we Irish, are then.
3: Northern Irish football. I'm but these are proving all, you're, you're, not, you're naming kids that have come for our youth team have just not been good enough. All I've said And Clayton Bartley could have been good enough if he didn't want to eat burgers yeah, but, all the yeah, but, time yeah, yeah, just yeah,
4: be but, a lump and go yeah, yeah, every, when he was meant to be every, playing every on he could have been, but he's not. All I'm saying What's, is over the last seven Clay, years... still with us? Since... Yeah. Since Joe Bigger, we haven't had a particular focal point forward that we have signed he's who's quite, been decent apart from... Ali, and if you want to at a push, Oli Palmer and Oli Palmer, in my opinion, is he was okay and we got relegated because we he left. But let's be honest, he was he didn't really want to play, he played the Arsenal game, got injured, he kind of flitted in and out of it. So, going back to the very original point, which we did digress probably 20 minutes ago, um, signing forwards is, contracts, signing forwards is difficult, and if you're going to sell Ali. Buying a forward who's going to come in and score goals is rough because everyone's looking for the exact same thing and we're someone who can't pay the money. But well, so we do
3: it really well, point. so we'll be all right. We
4: do it. We have done it very well. We haven't done it very well in the last six years, no, not apart it. from one player.
3: Uh, not having
4: that. i yeah, not. been very
3: unlucky with some of them, very unlucky with injuries.
4: It, it doesn't matter. It means that we haven't done well with it. We haven't oh. got the result or out the outcome we wanted.
3: Right, well, we're gonna on, going to move on, though. We're going to move on. Move on, move on. Get we're going to move on. on. Uh, when we come back, we're going to discuss uh, Saturday's game against Crawley and then the Tuesday night game
5: against the Sky. See you in a bit.
3: The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. We're back for the final part of the episode, and we're going to be doing a preview of the Crawley game on Saturday. Well, I don't think there will be a Crawley game on Saturday, I think it's going to get postponed, even though we have covers on the pitch. But the weather forecast is not looking good for the minus figures. Uh, and then we play Tuesday night against the Scum at their stadium. Uh, yeah, Saturday, boys. I, I, again, I don't think it's going to be... I think it's, what, going to be minus five up until about I, midday?
4: I it's think about... it might be all right. I think it might be all right.
3: So what, the, 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 the frozen will just go, will it? What? The frozen
4: Let it will go. Just go. Let it
3: go. It's minus <laughs> five. It's going to be frozen. But that'll just go by three o'clock, yeah?
4: Yeah, I reckon it'll be, it'll be freezing cold. And then about... <laughs> Saturday, it will just go, and then all the work that goes on, all our wonderful stadium, it will be fine, mate.
3: All the weather forecast is saying it's going to be minus four up until midday, right? So, okay. but unless you're,
5: you're, unless you're, you're watching using, it. unless you're using the Met Office app, there, right? I won't waste my time, mate. The others always. No, it, it is using
4: Newsround, isn't it? I've got
3: iPhone. It's got the best weather app. Oh, you can, oh, of be course.
4: Using that. We go. <laughs> Dan. Can you see what I'm having to deal with every single week? I've got this news is. round. I've got kids. Do you know what? I,
3: this is what I've got to deal with. Is someone that brings out facts to make a point. Do you know what I mean? We don't do that What's on wrong it. Strong
4: with facts? Yeah, sorry. We, we, we don't,
3: don't do that on here. We don't do that um, on this
0: podcast.
4: Big question then. New lad. Does do you, I personally for the first, uh, against Wrexham? I'm keep um, Crawley. I'm keeping the exact same team. I'm giving them another go. But Lee, you're shaking your head like a lunatic. So go on. Pell saw, come in. We no, no. look oh, no, no, near the young. The new lad come in.
3: New lad what comes are you doing? in. I'd go bring oh, New Lad in. Or, or Sassu? Yes. I'm harsh on Sassu, to be fair. Very harsh. But I'd go 4 3 3. I'd go Reeves, Ball, Little. And then I'd go New Lad, uh, Davison. I know you're
4: playing Ball as what he did, which is basically Bugle's role. Yeah. Or are you just playing a flat three?
3: No, no, no. Bugle's role. Well. And then you've got Little and Reeves there. And then you go the four will be Biller, uh Johnson, uh, Lewis, and Curry, Bassinger. Bosh, I'm, three keeping,
5: points. I'm keeping the same team from Wrexham. I don't. I think the way they performed up until they scored their first goal, I, don't, I think it'd be harsh to drop anyone. To be fair, if you're gonna if you're gonna start taking taking players like Ball and Sasu out already, you're you, you're gonna be in the same position in two or three weeks' time where you're going to be moaning because if you do need them, people are going to be saying, "Well, they're not performing." Blah blah blah. They need to play football. Crawley on Crawley are an attacking side. They concede a lot of shots. I think we we do need to we need to go for it from the from the word go. I'd I'd keep the same side. Sassu was so good in the first half on Saturday, I'd definitely be keeping him in the stand eleven, definitely.
3: I think Jackson will. I think that that is just my opinion on what I would do if I was a manager, but I'm not, so it's probably quite lucky. Uh yeah, I think he will I think he'll go with what you just said, Dan. Uh Sasu was good. Uh and then we have the new lad to come on. Uh I think we'd probably get rid of What, Hallard off the bench? I don't know if Brown comes back. I I don't know if we need Sutcliffe, Calambayi, Ogundia, and Hallard on the bench.
5: Brown's Brown's got an extension booked in Saturday morning, so
3: he won't be there. McLean stays on the bench for me because I think we need as many attacking options as possible. Yeah, uh, Unless we bring another person in before them, which I don't think we will. But now I've said that, 100% we won't. Now I've said that, we probably probably will now. Uh, But yeah, we have to get three points on Saturday. Have to. Uh, Someone was talking about this on, I think Don's something uh, on uh, Dispatch or something on Twitter. Our rivalries and stuff like that. Sutton, Crawley, MK. I I said we don't have any rivalries. There's none. We have a derby with Sutton because it's local. It's the closest one. But it's not a rivalry because once they drop into non-league, which they will this season, they're insignificant. MK's not a derby. It's not a rivalry. We just hate them because they're Hunt. sorry about my language. Uh, and uh, Crawley want to have a rivalry with us, but again, they're just a crap little team near Gatwick.
4: I think it's a big game, though. And again, we always thought, "Oh, it's a big game," but we, we've got to we, we've got to look to take three points against Crawley. I mean, all, every home game we should, but you've got to imagine that midweek against mm-hmm. those that team with missing our better players is going to be tricky. And then we've got Mansfield at home. There is a possibility, because Lebanon drew. So if Lebanon don't beat oh, Tajikistan, then <laughs> then Boogiel could be back for the Mansfield game. And they've got to win in their bottom Lebanon of their group. So there's a possibility that Boogiel might be back for that game, whereas Ali will probably be the week or so after. But I feel like that it, it, we've definitely got to we've got to get something out of that Saturday realistically for me we need to get something out of Saturday and not lose against um, the team that you don't like to mention on the Tuesday Mansfield I don't <laughs> mind taking a hit if we don't get something out of them, we don't but those two teams we can't afford Crawley or the other team to to get too far ahead of us uh, and again it's so tight as it is if you look at the league table already it's tight enough where you don't really want to lose in three games in a row you don't want to lose any kind of any kind of ground because it doesn't take You know, we're tenth already. We're three points off the playoffs, so goal difference is all right. But if the team beats us that we don't want to beat, they're six ahead now. <laughs> and then you've got Crawley who are level. It's just I don't know. I just feel like we really can't afford to lose on Saturday and lose against them and then lose against Mansfield because seventh place runs away. So and we've that's, got to stick and that's four losses in a row. And I also think if if we don't in the next three or four games take points. We might as well sell Ali and get the money and look at having money in the bank and looking at re what's what becomes available. I don't have a problem with selling at that point. But like Dan said, if you've got any aspiration being a playoff, Ali's got to come back and fire and we need to be within six points of seven to have any kind of chance. Bearing in mind we've played Forest Green twice, Sutton twice. We've done what? We've played Colchester twice, I believe. Yeah. we yeah. played it's all for Twice or we've played once? once? Once. Okay, so we've played a lot of the bottom six. We've already played at least, uh, most of them played twice. So just, yeah, that's my, I feel like, I do feel like Saturday it's going to be a 1-1. I think we'll we'll be competitive, but we're just going to miss out because of that lack of attacking play. And then I think the the game away is going to be a draw as well. So I'm going to go for two 1-1s back to back, um, which is going to put pressure on the Mansfield game. And by that point, it's going to be, Hopefully, Boogie will come back, and we'll we'll have a a better idea of our squad. But we don't want to leave too much work for Ali to come back because we know he misses chances. We know we're going to have that game that's going to be a dip, and if we're going to be top seven, we've got to push hard because you know it's, it's always going to be a tricky one.
5: Uh I think I think we'll win Saturday. Uh, I think if we play, if we well, providing we play like we did in the first half against Wrexham, I think we'll win. They're a very uh, Attacking side, they can see a lot of shots, uh, and I think I think their their type of football suits our suits the way that we attack. We like to attack teams that get the ball down and play football, which they did in the uh, in the away game. I think I think we'll win Sally. They've got a lot of attacking players, uh, which I think will play to our advantage. Uh, but yeah, I think I think we'll win Sally To be fair, uh, I'm not sure. I'd well, I'm not sure about Tuesday but I don't really want to I'm not overly keen on talking about Tuesday because I'm not sure how that's going to go it depends it's, a, it's an occasion for the players isn't it and it depends uh, if that's going to get to their heads or not if they're going to if, if, if it's too big an occasion for, for some of the players hopefully it's not but hopefully if we win Saturday then we go into Tuesday with a bit of confidence they are flying up the league as well I hate to say it since they've changed their manager but their manager's not going to know anything. I wouldn't have thought. To. He's obviously going to do his research into uh, what happened, and he's going to know what's happened. But from our point of view, he's not going to be. I'm um, hopefully they're not going to be as fired up as what we are. But it, it just depends on what happens Saturday. I think
3: he, he won't get any research from us. Though we don't tell our own fans anything. Let alone tell them <laughs> anything. But. uh uh, unless it's uh, about Ali drinking water in uh, Qatar or, or Omar having a fight, hydration is very in, uh, important before the Turkmenistan game. But uh, I think, well, we have to win Saturday. I think the away game, the first twenty-five minutes against them, we were unbelievably good. They couldn't live with us, but yeah, we had Ali, uh, we had Ali yeah. and Bugle. Once the red card happened, we kind of then dropped off and they come and attacked us because they had to. They got a goal and they tried to go for us. If we play like we did then, I still think we'll win with the players that we put out. And I think Ball will have another good game Saturday. I do think we'll win. The only problem, I can see it being a draw as well, though that's the only worry I've got in my mind is that we'll concede a stupid goal because defensively at the moment, we... Again, Wrexham showed two two goals we shouldn't have been conceding, and don't want that to happen on Saturday. And the thing with
4: us, Lee, is that we can we can we're conceding goals and we're not capitalising on other teams' mistakes. We we made two not particularly big errors. Two goals done. See you later. When we're getting those opportunities, we've got to put it away. Great, hundred um, percent. Yeah, and, and to be honest, uh, Crawley getting called off isn't the world's worst idea, by the way. Oh. If we can.
3: George, who comes on the podcast, young George, George, he made a good point the other day saying that we should leave the pitch to freeze and then play the game in February when we have Ali and Bugle back and maybe a That's new in or two. But then they might have a new signing then. But yeah, give give the players a little bit of rest before Tuesday. I think I'm with you on that one, Dan. I dread this game every year because I go in there thinking, come on, boys, 100%. Show us what you're made of. Go in there and smash them. I want to walk out there five, six nils and it never happens, and yeah, we always struggle there. They they will have more possession than we will, and I just don't know if we're going to have the firepower. We could have Ali would have been massive in this game because of his running behind, the, the amount of pressure he puts on defenders and stuff. And yeah, I do worry going up there a like, lot. But
4: and, just, and let's be honest, our players. It's not that, but it's not particularly important to them the the MK thing. Uh, it, it's not. I disagree. It is them, to because us. We we throw it down no, their throats. We, they no. make,
3: you know what I mean. We it make them us, read something when they sign and stuff about the whole history of it all. And yeah,
4: I think but we need to forget none of that. us are going to turn up. It's always going to be empty up there. No, we, we don't go. We're not. Saturday, going to I think always. it would have
3: been quite busy up there if we had played them on a Saturday. If it was a, yeah, Tuesday, but it's not. It's
4: a nightmare. Tuesday night. I'm you not, I'm not convinced. Anyone going? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go
3: I think I've got a flight booked. I'm gonna go to a, to Max's bar, Ibiza. I be I might be I might be going. I, I wanna go, I don't know. The missus is not overly keen on me going. What? Cause, to Max's or to there? To scum because she says every time you got there you need to get arrested. Yeah. Which is it just it does something to you when you get up there. I don't know, have you two been before? Dan, you're yeah. quite level headed. Dan Lewis, you're probably a bit like me. But what? I get really angry when I'm up <laughs> yeah. there.
4: Yeah, Dan, you are, actually, yeah.
3: Danny Baker, I can see him being a bit of a wet wipe when we get up there. But (laughs) me, I I do lose my shit when I get up there, when I see any of them see the the shirt or the scarf and I just hit it. I just hate...
5: uh, We were speaking about it on on Saturday on the way up there to Wrexham. I just... uh, The thing I hate about it is everything's just so... It just makes you... I hate talking about them. And I just think everything is just so... It's so false... Yeah. When it comes to them, when you, when you go there and you see their ground and you see, I can't, it's pretty harsh, but I cannot stand when you, you go up there and you just see all the kids walking around with the MK yeah. shirts so I want to, I'm just like, I want to hear them. It's pathetic.
3: It's bang out I see a 12 year old, I think I'm going to punch his face in. I'd do him. Well, I would as well
0: because
4: I'm Yeah, but you better off just go down the park. And no, but you know what I mean.
3: Any, side. any of them, like women, children, any of them in the Milton Keynes. I just want to do them all, and it's like I it's, I, to be you yeah, Can't do that. Went, you we
5: went, uh, we went once to the FA Cup game. I don't yeah. really want to go there again. Uh, I'm not even even when they play us at our place. I don't, I, I don't like going to the game. Did I only, you not go to the 0 nil Dan? No,
3: I only go because I went to the 0 nil when Barcham should have scored. Yes. I only go because I don't want one. I don't want to get turned over. I don't want our fans getting turned over and them having any stories. And also, a few of my mates were coming back from Wrexham on the train, and Milton Keynes were coming back through from Tranmere, and they were on the same train. They literally did not say a word. They didn't pipe up at all. They literally cracked their pants. A few of the lads went up to them and started talking to them, saying to them about how can you support this? Like, and this was their firm apparently. As soon as they got to their train station, got off, there was about three or four old bill. They started singing salads in a box and that riot, that, that scummy, that is not banter, that is not on a scummy behaviour. And yeah, if they start, if I'm up there and they one of them starts doing anything like that, I just can't control myself. I have a family, I have a decent job and my missus says you're going to lose it all if you just punch someone in the face at Milton Keynes and it would happen because they're scum and yeah it riles me right up and that's why it probably shouldn't go but I don't want to get turned over off the pitch on the pitch I want to be there and show them that we are Wimbledon I do wish the, the club would talk about it more because they go all silent when this game comes about not mention them don't have to mention their names and stuff but do you know what I mean try and get the fans up for it a little bit and they don't they go right into their shells a bit and it Kind of annoys me a bit that bit, but yeah, let's see. Even talking about them now just makes me angry. Danny wanted to do a whole segment on them, didn't you, Dan? Like the Milton Keynes Dons, as you call them,
4: big time. I think I think you've you've literally just said exactly what I think we should do, and you're now exactly one minute later decide to do the complete opposite. You just said we should talk more about it and now you have gone, Oh no, we shouldn't. It, that's exactly the problem.
3: Let's not talk about it. I'm with Dan Lewis.
4: Don't make you're making um, you're making the problem. You're inflating it. Don't inflate it. You're pathetic. But yeah, you well, when
3: right. we play, we, we can inflate it. When we don't play well, but the rest you of the thing, can't don't as need as to inflate I said, it. As I said, if don't we don't, went up
4: there, the, that game on Tuesday is no, is it's less important than, Tuesday than Saturday against Crawley. There, you know
3: well, it won't be don't us. make it lose it's Saturday, difficult. Once we lose Saturday, it would be fucking massive.
4: It could be, but if it's that big, then all of our fans should go there. And Yeah, we don't want to give them money, but we should go and support our team. But we're not going to because we make it bigger than what it is.
3: Let's crack on. Right, we are finished for another episode. Thanks to Season Master, Gary Fletcher and the lads for sponsoring this this season's podcast. (laughs) Dan Lewis, thank you very much for coming on to the pod. Uh, You're Danny Baker's friend, which surprised me because I didn't think he had any. So it's good to see Uh, one. I've
5: only got one. There's only a couple of us, I think,
3: left. Yeah. yeah. Does he pay you out on his bets that he loses? Because he don't pay me, I tell you. Big time, big time. Right, we are done for another episode. Might see you down at Crawley. If it's on, I might be going. Uh, Come on, you dons. Good one, lads.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery.